Happy Monday. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs and the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, a Spurs writer with KENS5 out in San Antonio. Hope you had a great weekend, and we are officially into the doldrums of the NBA's offseason. This is where it gets very, very quiet, at least for a month, month and a half, before things get going again. And that being training camp, you know, preseason games, you know the how it goes. But the last thing that was revealed before this slow period of the NBA offseason was the NBA schedule. We're going to be looking at what the Spurs have ahead for them next season. And, whoa, it's it, it's it's not going to be fun if you're a Spurs fan, at least to start the season. We'll dive into that and more. Also, Lonnie Walker, he's letting everybody know that he has some locker room material. He and the team know exactly what the naysayers are saying, what the doubters are saying about this upcoming Spurs squad. To do that and more, I am joined by my good friend, John Dyer. He is the host of Spurs and Salsa, a uh, Spurs podcast. John, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. It's been a while, buddy. It has been. Thanks for having me again. So, you think the Spurs going to – well, first gonna ask, first got to tell you a little story here before we do the Spurs story. So, I'm, I'm using a brand-new mic right now, okay? Okay. I had, okay. had to use one because um, when I was in Vegas and uh, coming back, it got damaged. So, it was not fun time. So, I got a new one, right? So, I did a test run did- last week, and – I was upset. I was angry. I was like, this, this new microphone sucks. It's the worst ever. Why did I spend money on it? You know, these reviews are BS. And then I go, well, maybe it was some sort of software. Maybe I need something to download or I don't know. Maybe it's human error. So guess what, John? I was using the microphone backwards. No, you were not. Yes, I was. I had the microphone completely backwards. (laughs) So, a couple of things. You damaged your microphone in Vegas. Is there like a cool Vegas story to go with that? or is it just- I wish, I wish, but there isn't though. <clears throat> okay. Now, you're going to have to post a picture of this microphone because how do you look at it? How do you speak into it backwards? Okay, well, here's how it happened. So the microphone, it looks like just one microphone. Like It's not like that handle that you hang on to, like if you're singing in karaoke. It's just like yeah, the yeah. knob, like the nub of the, like the top of it. And I just assumed the entire nub, the, the, the top part, was the entire microphone. Didn't know, didn't matter how you or where you positioned it, it just picked up your voice. No, uh, I opened up page one of the instructions manual, John. And always, it says, always helpful, always helpful. And always helpful, which I didn't do. It which <laughs> says... The front of the microphone where you speak into is the side where the volume knob is at. I was speaking okay. behind it. So, John, so are, you the type I'm, are you the type I'm guessing when you buy something and you have to put it together, you just wing it? You don't read the instructions? Exactly. I say, like, I ah, good enough. That, that's usually my thing. I ah, good enough. It'll get the job done. Apparently not. <laughs> so, I was so upset, John. I was like, this, this, I'm going to turn this, we're going to return this thing back. And, yeah, just was using it backwards. All right, oh, John. Man. I know, I know. Another another day in the life of me and technology. This time, is there big, audio big... of you use? Oh there yeah, there's there's published? there's audio. Yes, there is. It's it's the uh, previous Locked On Spurs Fridays, the one I did with Locked On yes. Pacers. Go back and listen to that. That's me using a microphone backwards, everybody. So I, uh... I'm gonna have to. All right, let's dive into it, John. By the way, John, uh, thank you for hopping on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Make sure to follow. John on Twitter. Do it right now. 
He is at John John Dyer. John, let's dive into it. Uh, you know, we we kind of talked about it before we hit record. Said, hey, what do you want to talk about first, Lonnie or the schedule? And you said, let's go with Lonnie. I'm like down with that. So, look, Lonnie's been in the offseason training hard. He's been sharing videos of himself working out with Dwight Howard, looking more lean and ripped than, you know, than he humanly can possibly be. And now he's showing video of him in, in the gym, getting up shots, three-point shots. And the last one he said, he said that he has that he that he sees the doubters, he sees the disrespect, and that this team is coming next season. I like the enthusiasm, John, but your thoughts on if he's right, is this team gonna prove naysayers wrong? What I like about this is he's not the first one to speak up about the youth movement because now we're knee deep in the youth movement, right? It's kind of been gradually coming. First, they spend some time in Austin. Then they make the rotation. Last year, a bunch of them started for the Spurs, but it was still DeMar's team or Aldridge's team. Now they're getting the keys to the car. It's all on guys like Lonnie, DeJounte. And DeJounte posted, I mean, it felt like right after DeRozan was traded, DeJounte had a post on Instagram talking about how it's their time. And all the young guys commented like yes sir it is and now we're getting Lonnie a little cocky and and also showing that they are I mean they really are going to have a us against the world mentality and I love it I just love that the youth movement is in full effect but they're ready for it it's one thing for the fan base you know we've been clamoring for the young guys to become the centerpiece of this franchise but you could tell they have the same enthusiasm and the same mindset as a fan base. And that's, that's exciting for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot about that. What Murray said, the moment the, the, the DeMar DeRozan trade went down and it was pretty much the young guys taking over. Now that's not the yeah. first time Murray has said that recall. I think it was either before last season or two seasons ago, he did an interview with Yahoo sports and he kept on telling everybody, you don't know what we have when it's just me and Derek and Jakob and Lonnie. Uh, you know, he goes, he goes, we haven't been unleashed yet. So you fast forward to this season, they're going to be unleashed. But look, as much as you appreciate Lonnie's enthusiasm, you know, I, I get why people are doubting this team. I get why there's a, quote, disrespect in Lonnie's eyes because they just saw three veterans leave. They saw their lone all-star for at least half of the season go to Chicago your primary option on the offensive end gone your best facilitator yes better than DeJounte DeMar DeRozan gone and you left you you see Mills and Gay uh, stabilizing forces exit the team do you kind of get why there's people out there doubting this team oh 100% it's all about proven commodities right when you're when you're making preseason predictions, and it doesn't matter what the sport is. Every writer, every, you know, news outlet, Vegas, they're going to look at what proven commodities do you have on your roster. So I understand Vegas setting the line was at what, 23 or 28 wins? 28, yeah, 28 wins, yeah. Okay. I, get, I get it 100%. Because like you said, the most proven commodities on this team all left at once. Now, that was by design. But, again, if you're a casual observer of the Spurs, you know, if you cover 
the NBA from Vegas or New York or, I mean, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, you look at this roster and there's no proven commodities, which is kind of the point. You know, it's, it's the youth movement. But I understand the national perception that the Spurs are going to be horrible. It's all about that proven commodity. Mm-hmm. And, but again, I'm excited for it. I love the fact that Lonnie Walker is going to get a ton of touches. Yeah. Same with Derek White. I mean, all of them. I'm just, I'm excited, but I do get it. I'm not, I don't take it as disrespectful. I know Spurs fans, we always have a chip on our shoulder when, when it comes to the national media. And right, rightfully so. But this isn't one of those cases. This is very much a, on paper, it doesn't look like anything special. Do you think that Lonnie is going to play a big part in next season's team success? Yes, because he's the, he's the best pure scorer out of the group. I don't know if he's going to lead the team in scoring, but I think early on, Coach Pop's going to want to see if Lonnie is ready to take more shots, have the ball in his hand a lot more. Because he's, you know, he's got the biggest bag. Like, Skill-wise, mm-hmm. skill there's not a better offensive weapon. Again, he might not develop into the best scorer on this team, but he's got the best chance of doing so. He's got yeah. a good enough jumper. He can attack the rim. He's the best athlete on this team. And he's one of the yeah. better athletes. When he's on the court, he looks like the best athlete on the court, regardless of team. Doctor created, doctor recommended. I'm talking about sweat block. Do you suffer from excessive perspiration? Then you need sweat block. Works up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. And it's one of the best sellers on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the US of A. Look, I get it. It's a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. Luckily for you, and if you are dealing with excessive sweating, there is sweat block. So if you or someone you love is dealing with this, you don't have to um, go and check out and stand in line, go to the stores and get, you know, some over-the-counter, you know, antiperspirant. You can just go to SweatBlock right now. Get 20% off at SweatBlock.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Or go to Amazon and CVS to get yourself some SweatBlock. I get it. I get it. It's a little embarrassing maybe to talk about, but... With it, you get to wear what you want. It's your little secret. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. So whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Once again, 20% off at sweatblock.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are returning now on football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website right now, use your mobile device to sign up today, and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. That's pretty good. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champs, the Buccaneers, and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to 25 bucks for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. That's NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. So from football, basketball, boxing, 
right to your favorite casino games over in Vegas. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts use promo code locked on. You know, there's certain NBA players, and you look at them, you say, oh, that guy could also play in the NFL. Like LeBron James, everybody makes mm-hmm. that comparison. Oh, he could play tight end for the Browns. Or I remember when Russell Westbrook hit the league, a lot of people said he could be a free safety somewhere. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Walker has that type of physical ability. Right. And I think for him, he's excited that he might end up being the primary offensive option for this team. Yeah, I could see him starting over Derek White. Yeah, uh, I mean, th- there's a part of me that thinks that he should just come off the bench, you know, lead the second unit. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, but and then there's a part of me that thinks that he's interchangeable depending on matchups and the team they're playing. And and I like that. I like the fact that this team has a bunch of guys that are you know switchable. They can switch in and out, play different positions, but at the same time. You look at Lonnie and, you know, John, we've said this before, you know, next season is going to be his breakout. Next season is going to be his breakout. You know, oh, just give him until all-star break and he's going to really come on, you know, and be the guy that the Spurs drafted. How much is he on the hot seat next season? Well, this is the last year of his contract, so this is the hot seat. Not only – because everything you're saying is 100% correct. He's always had that potential. I just – I just compared him to LeBron and Westbrook as, as a pure athlete. Right. He hasn't come anywhere close to either of those guys. I mean, I don't want people to think I'm, I'm comparing him to either of them <laughs> right now. He's got the athletic skill. You're right. We've always kicked the can down, you know, his timeline. Oh, maybe this year, maybe this year. Well, there's no other pure scorer. And it's a contract year for him. Um, there's... There's nobody in his way except for other young guys. So if he doesn't produce at a high level, there's no excuses at this point. Because if, if he doesn't produce, produce at a high level and he doesn't start or he doesn't become the sixth man, it's probably going to be because somebody younger than him took his spot or took his touches. So at that point, you might just consider Lonnie Walker, you know, he is what he is. Yeah. But it and, is, and... this is definitely – he's the one – Excuse me, but he's just—he's the one with the most to prove this year. Easily, yeah. It, and it, it's interesting to say that because, like, there some will say, well, maybe Samanich does. Maybe he might have the bigger um, hot seat or the hotter hot seat if the Spurs decide to give him burn. And that's the thing with him. I don't think the Spurs have given him a fair chance to get burned, but at the same time, he has to earn it. But that's for a whole different show. But yeah. when you look at when you look at Lon- yes, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole two part series, but. With Lonnie, though, you we've seen this before, you know, like him posting, you know, social media stuff like we're coming, baby. This is it. We're, we're here. It's our time to shine. And then he's been consistent or inconsistent. And, you know, credit to him last season. He did see a spike in categories and production. Yeah. You know, he he did get more consistent, but he was still inconsistent. He still had those moments. But we've seen this before from Lonnie. Last season is a good example. Remember when DeMar was out for personal reasons or, or just whatever, you know, management, rest management. He came on, Lonnie filled in, and he had like those back-to-back 20-point outings, not once but twice. Do you think that's all it really comes down to for Lonnie is just getting consistent minutes and a consistent spot on the rotation? Well, that's the beautiful thing about this season. Whether you think we're going to be a fringe playoff team or you think we're going to completely bottom out, 
Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. But you said it was when DeRozan was gone that Lonnie flourished. We're about to get a whole season without DeRozan or without Rudy Gay or Patty Mills. So Lonnie is either going to sink or swim. The, that's Again, that's the exciting part about this season, and we'll go through the season schedule in a minute, but Lonnie will get his chances. There is no DeRozan, and I wouldn't be surprised if Lonnie starts simply mm-hmm. for the fact that he's the best creator of his own creator of offense. Right. Not that he, he's better than Derek White. I said, I know mm-hmm. I said he would start over Derek White. I don't think he's better than Derek White, but I think he could fit the lineup better, the starting lineup better. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, again, you credit him for what he did last year. You know, he, you know, point production went up, you know, his, um, feel you know he was he was getting more minutes that's a good thing he showed less inconsistency that's good to see his free throw shooting went up uh from 72 to 81 percent i mean even even his rebounding 2.2 to 2.5 a game i mean we'll take it uh, assists went up nearly two two a game so we'll take that as well but again it just seeing him being that consistent player that we know he can be and you know look i, I mean I mean, do you think Spurs fans sometimes should just already not not forget but move on from his Rockets explosion? Remember when he led the team in that overtime game and just was going nuts? I think Spurs fans still hang on to that game as if, you know, that is Lonnie. And that was a good example of what he could be, but we need to see it more often than not, uh, John. I agree. I think Spurs fans, he's not the flavor of the month anymore. And I think we had the same conversation a year ago about DeJounte Murray, even though Murray continues to improve his stats every season, we had a very similar conversation about him last year. It's, it's a lot of it has to do with there's a lot of young players on this team. So it's like a kid, you get a new toy, you forget about the older one. Lonnie is one of the elder statesmen of this franchise now, which is crazy to say. So I think Spurs fans have, I don't want to say given up, because I still think He's one of the players that we're all hoping to see with this youth movement this year, but he's not anybody's darling. I think that that Rockets game is unfortunately long gone. That's that's also the last live game I've been to, <laughs> co- coincidentally. But uh, I'll change that this year. But yeah, I think that Rockets game is kind of long gone in our memories. Um, we're looking at Kelton Johnson winning a gold medal, mm-hmm. Dejounte Murray. You know, again, he stepped up. His season totals again. Derek White, when healthy, always looks good. So, yeah, I think Lonnie's down the list of favorite Spurs. Yeah, he, he definitely has that a qualifying offer on the table. It's about $6.3 million. Uh, Spurs have not officially announced it, but not going to be surprised if they do pick it up and uh, sign him in for the 2022-23 season. Uh, you know, look, there's a lot of eyes on him. He's definitely going to get a spike in minutes. He's going to get more time on that rotation. We'll see if it pays off. Uh, John is going to transition now to our uh, second topic, and that is the Spurs schedule. And by the way, if you want to talk to John on Twitter, make sure to follow him on Twitter at John John Dyer. He is the host of the Spurs and Salsa podcast. Google that, subscribe to it right now. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto store to keep up with all the parts you need. Hey, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or auto uh, car dealership. 
Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. If it's tail lamps, brake parts, motor oil, they have it at rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Lockdown to their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection of reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, John, the NBA schedule makers don't like the Spurs, do they? <laughs> Not up front, no, they're, no. They're, they're definitely going to baptize our young guys by fire early on. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I just the first thing my reaction was, this is not fair. That was my first reaction. This is not fair. This is not fair. They I mean, how I mean, John, for those just tell everybody, for those of y'all who have not seen the schedule, and I you know, it'd be surprised if you haven't, but they got power players coming up, don't they? Well, they have the world champions twice within the first six oh, games. Like, my that's goodness. crazy. Well, at least it gets, out, it gets rid of them early. I don't know. Maybe there's a silver yeah. lining there. The crazy thing is they're not in our division. They're not even in our conference, yet we're seeing them real quick. I mean, their polish will still be on their championship rings when they play the Spurs. And then you got the Lakers in there, first couple of games, the Nuggets, game two. The schedule starts off brutal. But to your point, at least they're knocking a lot of these games out. I guess it's, if you're a glass yeah. half full kind of guy, a lot of those games get put out early. They won't see the Bucks anymore all season. Right. I will say this, though. I was looking at it. Another crazy thing is they have like a seven-game road trip mm-hmm. starting on New Year's Eve. And that's not even the rodeo road trip. So they'll have a long road trip in January and in February, which is yeah. very weird. Yeah, that that is bizarre. Like they're really putting the Spurs on the road a lot. I mean, I know it's supposed to balance out for an even home and a and away schedule, but could have fooled me. I mean, you're right. They have that early season. What is that? Like a seven game road trip. Then they have their normal eight game road trip out on the East Coast for the rodeo road trip. What I don't. What what my fear is, John. Looking at the schedule, is that they're going to take it in the chin. And they may that they may not get knocked out early, even out of play in contention, John. Yeah, that's the thing about this schedule is they're either going to answer the bell because here's the thing: they're going to jump out and get hit hit in the face pretty hard. Like we just we just went over the first six games. They're going to have a lot of growing pains if they can keep their head up and really fight through that season, mm-hmm. the ending of the schedule is very favorable. Even the rodeo road trip isn't tough as far as who they're playing. So they can just withstand, I guess like the rest of us, the rest of 2021. Mm-hmm. If they can get through this, you know, ca- the rest of this calendar year with their heads still strong, with, you know, with, they still have confidence in themselves, if Pop can keep that team from giving up, they can finish strong. Because they'll have been through a lot of wars as young players. They'll have seen Giannis twice already. You know, they'll, they'll have seen the Lakers a few times, the Nuggets. But the end of the schedule is very favorable. They can build momentum if, if we don't lose them. It's like, a, mm-hmm. it's like boxing, right? If, 
you know, you might get rocked the first two or three rounds, but can you withstand it? And can you, can you keep fighting? And that's what this, mm-hmm. that's what this team's going to have to do. Cause like you said, the schedule makers didn't do them any favors. They're not going to ease into this season. They're getting thrown in the fire right away. Yeah, and there's there's no doubt about it. The Spurs will be tested. We will see what the Spurs team is going to be made of early in the season. And then, of course, as the season goes through. But, John, they're not going to have DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, and Patty Mills to lean on anymore. That's it. They're, they're gone. I mean, you're out. The, the longest tenured Spur now is DeJounte Murray. Think about that, John. That's, That's the pretty- long. He is the longest tenured Spur. That's how young this Spurs team. What is he going into? His sixth year, sixth, fifth, sixth year? Um, Lonnie so. Walker, yeah, Lonnie Walker going into his fourth season. That just just get an idea about that. Devin Vassell, who factors big into this youth movement rebuild, is just going to be a sophomore. And then, of course, they'll have Primo out in Austin. Likely, you know, probably we'll see a little bit of time in the NBA. But it's a, it's a young team, and they got younger with Primo. They got younger with Wieskamp. They're you know they have some veteran now. To be fair, John, they do have veterans as of right now, Thaddeus Young and uh, Aminu. But we don't even know what their future is going to be with the Spurs until the news. They may get dealt, you know, before the season starts, John. I mean, that's how you know in flux this roster has been since the offseason. What do you think about this, John? You look at the schedule, and you're right; they're going to be tested early and. And very, very just rough. It's a gauntlet. But do you think if they can survive that opening round and go into round two, you know, round two just being escaping? What is that like? Maybe after, oh my goodness. I mean, John, I mean, it, it doesn't get easy until maybe mid November. I mean, should they just try to stay at 500? Yes. I, I, would, take it, I would take it as Rocky Four, you know, when Rocky fights Drago. Yeah, and he just gets walloped at the beginning of that fight. If I was Coach Pop, I'd play that, play that movie on the loop, and just say, "Look, yeah. guys, it's gonna be like this. This our schedule looks like Drago. You just gotta <laughs> keep getting up. Yeah, you gotta be a piece of iron." I think that's the thing. We're they're, we're gonna find out. This whole season is about finding out who our young team is. Are are any of them gonna step up and be a superstar? Or is this going to be a longer rebuild than we thought? That's how this season is going to roll just with them mentally. Can they withstand the opening rounds? Because mm-hmm. they're going to be brutal. Can they yeah. be a Rocky Balboa or are they going to be an Apollo Creed? That, that'll be how the season goes. Yeah. Some of the uh, games to circle on the calendar. Uh, it looks like the uh, Spurs will host LeBron James and Anthony Davis early this season, as John mentioned, on October 21st at home and so that'll be a game probably that spurs fans want to go see also the the, the defending champs i don't think Brent Forbes will get his ring in san antonio i think he wait till the spurs go to milwaukee when they'll present him with his championship ring by the way he is the last Brent forbes that is the last pending transaction for the spurs yet spurs have not announced his signing as of yet but i wonder why there's a stall john everybody's getting uh, signed up right now and Putting pen to paper, except for Bryn Forbes. Uh, another game to uh, circle. Uh, the uh, Clippers, you know who, and the Spurs will hook up in Los Angeles for the first time. And that'll be on November 21st. The uh, Kawhi Leonard and the uh, the Clippers 
I don't think they come to San Antonio too late in the season. No, about midway, about January 22nd is when Kawhi will make his return. A game that a lot of Spurs fans will circle and probably sell out. Spurs host the Brooklyn Nets. Patty Mills makes his return to San Antonio on January 22nd. That, that's got to be a game that gets packed, right, John? Definitely, and I think it'll be one of the loudest ovations an opposing player has ever received. I, I Maybe the loudest. I can't think of another situation where someone will get such an ovation. I know Tony Parker came back as a member of the Hornets. I just think Patty coming back is my top it. Wow, that's tough. You think it might top Tony Parker's? I, I, it might. People love Petty Mills. And the love hasn't gone away at all because of, you know, him leaving. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it'll rival Tony Parker. And then fortunately for Spurs fans, we don't have a lot of um, people that come back that we just completely right. love. Right. Uh, the, the only other superstar that left, you know, he, he doesn't get near to <laughs> the ovation. I, I don't think <laughs> that'll happen opposite. at all. Yeah, he gets but, the opposite. Um, but yeah, I think Patty Mills returning will rival Parker returning. It'll be yeah. it'll be close. It'll That's be close, a game to yeah. watch for sure. Correction: the uh, Spurs hosting the Nets game will be on January twenty one, not the twenty second. So circle your calendar for that. Also, it's going to be just reunion month, John. January twenty eighth, Demar Derozan and the Bulls make their return to San Antonio. Do you think Demar gets a standing O as well? I think he gets a good ovation. This has been one of the more amicable divorces <laughs> in sports history. I think we all appreciate what DeMar did for the Spurs. I think he enjoyed his time here, but I felt like the fan base was ready to move into the youth movement and DeRozan's ready to, you know, go with a more veteran team to compete for a ring. Nobody's hurt at all by this breakup. It's, it's very much a, we wish you the best. He goes to the Eastern conference, which it makes it easier for Spurs fans to be okay mm-hmm. with. Um, if he had gone to LA, which was rumored right away, it might not be as warm and fuzzy, but, but again, this is one of the cleanest divorces in history. So I think he gets a good ovation. I think people appreciate him, mm-hmm. but, um, we were ready to move on. He was ready to move on. It's, it'll be good. It won't be Patty Mills-esque. So people will compare them because they're in the same month, but I think DeRozan gets a good ovation. They'll do the video. It'll be a really yeah. good video because he had so many clutch moments, but, um, yeah, it'll be a good ovation. Finally, Rudy Gay and the Jazz will make their uh, trip to San Antonio on March 11th. The, I'm sorry, actually, December 27th. Excuse me. That's the first time Rudy Gay and uh, the Jazz make their stop to San Antonio. It also marked Rudy Gay's return to San Antonio as well. Likely to get a standing O as well. I still go back to Patty Mills. I don't know if he'll get a bigger standing O than TP. I- I bet it's oh, right. It's, it's, it's close. close to me. I think TP takes it. I mean, that's Tony Parker you're talking about. That's Tony Parker, think, you know, part of the big three, John. I know, but I think with Patty, he's just such a beloved spur. And a lot of it has to do with what he did in the community. Um, I mean, even when he was just on the bench back in the day, waving a towel, we loved him for that. Yeah. He just has a special place in our heart. And he doesn't, I mean, obviously Tony Parker, you know, future hall of famer, did a lot more for the franchise. Patty's just that special guy that we just, you know, he's that, he's that nephew or cousin that you just love. <laughs> everything, everything he does, you just love it. Whether yeah. it's, you know, the coffee group, what he did on the court, 
what he did off the court, everything about him is first class. Are you, are you think Spurs fans are ready to see the coffee gang in Brooklyn now? Oh, man. He's oh, going to have a whole that. new coffee crew. John. Oh, don't do that. Don't do it's that. It's going to be Kevin Durant, James no, Harden, no, no, no. Patty Mills, why, and the coffee gang now. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> it's going to happen. That's why. You no. just get it over with. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? There's probably, a, there's probably a gazillion trendy coffee shops in Brooklyn. Oh, yes. There probably is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if then Patty's in heaven. Then, then he's he's in the right spot yeah. for it. Then. Yeah, he sure is. But don't say um, that, Jeff. Now, yeah, yeah. now you're trying to get. Now you're trying to turn down the tone down the <laughs> ovation you're going to get. The Spurs will open things uh, versus Orlando uh, at home on October 20th. They'll close out their season at Dallas on April 10th. John, you talked about a little bit the uh, rodeo road trip. It begins on February 9th at Cleveland. And it ends, I guess, technically at Memphis, but there's like a quick home, then back on the road again. But uh, on February 28th at ja, at Memphis to face John ja Morant and the Grizzlies, some of the uh, notable games in the road road trip at Atlanta. I think that'll be a fun game to watch. Trey Young and the Hawks. John Collins. John, you know, didn't the spur that was meant to be never did happen. <laughs> Zion Williams is going to be on that trip. DeMar DeRozan, the Spurs will go to Chicago for uh, to visit DeMar DeRozan in his new um, team. They got games against the Thunder, the Wizards, Bertans. Bertans still okay with fans, John? Yeah, I, it's kind of like his – it's weird. He doesn't have the same love. Like I know Spurs fans, right. we still hold on to Boban, even though he's been all around the league now. <laughs> Bertans is kind of just that guy. The only thing – I think he – he upsets us not because of himself, but because of the whole debacle oh, yeah. with Morris. Oh, that's, that was but not, it's not that's not his fault at all. But I don't think Bertans has that same love. Like I think even Boban trumps him in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just Bertans didn't really play that much, and yeah, I think the um, the Morris thing is just it was just a debacle. Of all yeah. epic proportions. And then they'll play at Miami. And then, as mentioned, finish things off against the Grizzlies. So it looks like the Spurs will have um, have some tough work ahead when the season just starts. And you throw in, an, I guess, a mini rodeo road trip early in the season, which begins on December 31st, ends at New York on January 10th. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. They they do have their they do have back to back so no shock there nothing too egregious. Um, interesting though, Joe uh, John, the uh, Spurs only have one national game. It's at well Memphis at at Spurs on ESPN. The rest are going to be either on Ken's Five, uh, League Pass, and a few on NBA TV. So the Spurs not getting that national TV love, John. Yeah, and we talked about why. You know, there's no, there's no tangible, known commodity on this team right now. Maybe mid-season, some of those networks are going to wish they had an emerging Lonnie Walker or Keldon Johnson carrying over his Olympic gold into season success. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not surprised by that, and I'm okay with that. Um, it is what it is. I do like the local broadcast anyway. I tend to stay local, tend to support the guys, yeah. you know, Sean Elliott, Bill Lance. So I'm okay with that. And I expect it. We're yeah. in rebuild yeah. or we're in rebuild. No, yeah. 
Nobody should be shocked the Spurs do not have a ton of games on national TV. I mean, I'm, I'm just shocked they even have one, to be honest, John. I was shocked. They got one. Yeah. And and who knows? Maybe that might get bumped. You know, the you know, the uh, the uh, the TVs they, they bump the games. Out. Yeah. yeah, they flex it out. Yeah. I would not be surprised if that happens. But hey, you still got a league pass and you still got the radio and you know, local broadcast. So you'll be able to catch all the action of your San Antonio Spurs this upcoming season. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Lonnie Walker and his thoughts ahead of the season? He's saying there's a lot of disrespect thrown the Spurs way. What do you have to say? What he had to say about that and your thoughts on the upcoming Spurs schedule Uh, highlights that we missed some areas of the uh, schedule that you think may be, you know, critical for the Spurs to get W's or avoid those uh, losses. Let us know, John, tell us all about Spurs and salsa. Hey, thanks. Um, we are a podcast. We put we come out every week on all major podcasting stations. We discuss Spurs. Uh, we also just you know talk football, especially right now with you know like you said in the beginning, NBA is very in quiet season. We do a lot of football. We always end the show with a review of a local restaurant or brewery. We're real big on supporting local businesses, so we always uh, end each podcast giving a shout out to something local around San Antonio. Uh, we got to get Jeff on the show pretty soon too. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you've graced, you've let me uh, jump on your amazing podcast. I'm going to have to get you on ours. Even Anytime though you're now you're the, ready. Anytime you're ready. Even now you're the, you're the king of Ken's TV. Congratulations. Hey, hey, on that, hey now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been, I was very low key about that. It was like the worst kept. Secret. You were, you were, you were. Yeah, it was like the worst kept. Yeah, but eventually I had to say something because I was getting forced to. So, but yeah, uh, but you yeah, were, thanks, buddy. Rumor is you were the biggest free agent signing of the of the year. So, <laughs> I wish, I wish. Hey, well, where's my contract then? Where, where's my deposit? <laughs> then? That's what I'm looking for. They're holding. They're <laughs> holding off on it. Like they are for Brentford. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna. The Spurs, uh, Kansas is gonna we'll make the announcement later on. Yeah, they'll get, we'll to, get it, to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but yeah, definitely uh, follow John on Twitter and subscribe to Spurs and Salsa podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Odyssey app, Google um, Play, Stitcher, your smart speaker. You can tell it, hey, play Locked On Spurs, and it will play Locked On Spurs. And yeah, again, it may be the uh, very, very, very slow point of the NBA offseason, but we will try our best to give you podcasts throughout the week right here on Locked on Spurs. So for John Dyer, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.